Imagine, imagine for just a moment your entire life's work comes down to six minutes. All your hard work, all your education, all your experience, all your achievement are dependent upon and turned on six minutes worth of time. Every year, in fact, the career of hundreds of professional musicians and conservatory students depend on six minutes. A young violinist, a graduate of Juilliard, who's working as a section player for a small city orchestra, dreams of playing for the Boston Symphony, considered one of the world's greatest classic ensembles. Membership includes a six-figure salary and tenure for life. He has been given the opportunity to audition for the BSO. For eight months, he's practiced the long list of experts provided by the orchestra, including passages from Brahms, Beethoven, and Schubert. On the day of the audition, a BSO official quietly ushers him onto the historic Symphony Hall stage. He tells himself he's ready. Slowly, he mounts the stairs. On the stage, he's seated alone on one side of a 33-foot screen. On the other side of the screen are the 10 judges, all members of the orchestra, who vote by paper ballot whether or not the musician advances to the next round. Everything in the audition process, from the secret ballots to the screen, is driven by a single guiding principle. All that matters is the music. The violinist audition starts out strong, but then about halfway through Mozart's Concerto Number no. 4, he makes a minor mistake, stumbling on a note or two. His self-confidence begins to vanish. He knows he's thinking too much. He knows it. He's through. His six minutes are over. The BSO staffer thanks him, telling him he played wonderfully, but he knows better and immediately, immediately leaves Symphony Hall, saying nothing as he passes a cellist about to face her own six minutes. The young violinist is disappointed, but not defeated. He returns home, determined to continue working and practicing for another six minutes, maybe next fall. That comes from an article entitled Six Minutes to Shine by Jeff Edgers. See, in the great scheme of human history, each one of our lives is about six minutes. We're here in this time and place for the briefest of moments. In the end, all that matters is the music. All that matters is the love that we're able to give and to receive, the values we've lived and sacrificed for, not just talked about, but lived and sacrificed for the justice, the peace that we're able to contribute to the common good. The late Henry Nouwen, Father Henry Nouwen, wrote that our lives are a continuing advent 
an advent in which the Lord is coming, always, always coming. When we have ears to hear and eyes to see, we'll recognize him at any moment of our life, for life is advent. Life is recognizing the coming of the Lord Jesus. Waiting is often the cost of love. In waiting, we realize our powerlessness. We realize our deepest hopes and our wants. We realize the gifts of those we love in our lives. As we struggle through this especially difficult advent of 2020, the challenge of the gospel, I think, is so much more prominent in our lives. To watch. On Wednesday evening, like many of you probably, I just felt kind of down. It wasn't very nice out. Cloudy, wet, cold. I was trying to finish things on the front of the house and decorating. Thought maybe the lights will help to kind of put a smile on my face and smiles on the faces of those around. I was trudging a snowman that goes out next to the front door when suddenly one of our children in the first grade suddenly just appeared in my yard. I'm not quite sure why he was all alone, but there he was. But I do know why, because God sent him. To myself, as I was moving the snowman from the garage out to the front of the house, I was singing the psalm that we heard tonight. Make us turn to you. Show us your face. Show us your face. I had just hung up with my mom. She was upset. Of all the years, this would be the first Thanksgiving. She wasn't going to be with family. She was just weepy and unconsolable. And I could have just sat on the floor and cried with her. Turn, make us turn to us and show us your face. Where are you, God? Where are you, God? And suddenly this little guy shows up. He said, did you make that snowman? I said, what did you think? He said, yeah, you made the snowman. Okay. <laughs> so he watches me pull it to the front of the house. And he said, is it like Frosty the snowman? Are you going to make magic? Is he going to make magic? I said, yes, as I plugged it in. <laughs> and the lights all went on. He looked at me and he said, you can do anything. And I heard my voice singing, show us your face. And there he was right in front of me. There he was right in front of me. Watch, Jesus says. Don't become so consumed by everything around you. Don't become so overwhelmed that you begin to get drowsy and close your eyes and fall asleep. 
I really don't know where the little boy came from. But I knew exactly where he came from. And the Lord promises to come to us, to come to our hearts, to light, to be the light of God's compassion and peace in oftentimes these dark and difficult days. That's the Advent message, that our lives are brief, that time is precious, that the Lord's return will be a moment of accountability for the six minutes we have. And I hope my six minutes will be a promise that I can do anything. I can bring magic to the life, to the heart of just one person in need.